When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Scarlett Johansson can't play a transgender? One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. What do you mean? Like she's lacking in skill? No, so uh, what what had been um, predicted more or less on Saturday Night Live in a funny piece they did last year. This was a game show which a bunch of people uh, were asked the questions, what role can you play? The name of the game show, I think, was Can You Play That? Can I Play It? Can I Play That? An actor or actress, what roles you can play? This is what it sounded like. Our first role is blind person. Can you play it? Yeah, I can play that. Oof. What? What? Wow. God took their sight, and now you want to take their job. No, no, no. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Isn't that what acting is about, you know, becoming someone you're not? Not anymore, no. Now it's about becoming yourself, but with a different haircut. <laughs> okay, next role, astronaut. Uh, no, I cannot play that. Wait, wait, why can't he play that? Well, I just sensed it was a trap. <laughs> and it was... The astronaut was secretly Mexican all along. Secretly? That's right. The astronaut seemed white the whole movie, but in the last scene when he gets back from Jupiter, he does 23andMe and discovers that he's 5% Mexican. Oh, man, that would have been no bueno. Watch it. Okay. Now, what about Caitlyn Jenner in the Caitlyn Jenner biopic? Okay, I can't play that. That's correct. Bonus follow-up question, who could play Caitlyn Jenner? No one. That is correct. It is an impossible movie to make. I dare someone to try. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that That's is ho- beautiful. That's hilarious, yeah. and it's turned out to be true with this new Scarlett Johansson story. She is supposed to be in the film Rub and Tug. And uh, has had to drop out following a heavy backlash that argued a cisgender woman should not play a transgender man. <sighs> All right. I don't know. Just exhausted. And then she made some comments that I should be able to play anybody I want to. And then people went crazy over that. She responded and said it was taken out of context. Acting goes through trends, she said. You know, as an a- we probably could come up with this tape, but that would take work. Uh, you know, as an actor, I should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal because that yeah. is my job and the sure. requirements of my right. job. There are a lot of social lines being drawn now and a lot of political correctness is being reflected in art. How many people disagree with what she just said? The angry vocal 5%. Is it that many? Yeah, I mean, maybe. she's she's a woman of the left. She's going to marry, uh, what's his name? Colin Jost. Yeah. It's not like she's some right winger or whatever, and she's saying, I'm an actress, I should be able to play anything. Boy, they'll make really attractive little children. Probably funny, sarcastic, attractive little children. Who trample on transgender people. (laughs) (laughs) And it was an interesting kind of story cycle about this, because this was also on the heels of uh, Disney announced their casting for their their live-action Little Mermaid. 
uh, and they cast a, a black woman as the 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 lead, the, the Ariel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's this simultaneous yes, the Little Mermaid can be anything, but actresses can't tr- play anything. It seems like those two right ideas don't mesh. Well, either, they don't. Either yeah. anybody can be anything, yeah. or not. Yeah, although that's a little different. I mean, it's just a character. The race is not particular to that character. So it's a, it's apples and oranges to me a little bit. And if I ever catch an apple playing an orange, I'm going to pick it. <laughs> um, but it's a minor point. Um, when trans people are allowed to play any person, when prominent roles stop being whitewashed, then Scarlett Johansson can have a moan, tweeted some writer. Until then, please spare us your political correctness gone mad s. All right. So I if just, you made you the movie, exhaust the hell out of me. You spend your all your lives up your own butts and angry, and I just don't. I don't get why you live. But that But they way. actually pulled her off the movie, though. Uh, or she dropped out. Too much pressure. Too much controversy. Wow. Somebody might have said to her, "Hey, look, this is going to be box office poison because it's too controversial." But I don't know. I'm controversial among two percent of people. Right. Yeah, and I would think this, uh, you know, movie studios fake up controversies over movies all the time right. to get them into the news. Sure. This Mo- is a real one. Oh, the, uh, yeah. A real stupid one. Am I supposed one, to but... get upset when a gay person plays a straight Yes. Man? NPH, stop playing straight guys, Neil Patrick Harris. I won't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. If you don't actually like chicks, you're insulting to me and my fellow hetero males. Emmys just came out, and Modern Family won whatever it won, 10 best comedy Emmys through the years. You couldn't start that show today with the gay couple, because the one guy, the big guy, is right. straight. Mm, He's sickening. a straight guy. You'd No way you could make Modern Family today one of the most successful sitcoms in history, and it's from the 2000s. Right. It's not from the 50s. Right. It's from the 2000s. You couldn't make it with that cast today, I guarantee you. There would be an outcry over having a straight guy play a, a gay guy Guaranteed. in that couple. Yeah. You couldn't do it. Hey, Michael, can we edit out the part where I appear to be yelling at Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Because <laughs> I love NPH so much, and I would hate for him to think I'm angry at him. I'll take it out. You are so great, NPH. <laughs> I love you so much. Strictly on a professional level. He's, he's way too talented. I know. He's ridiculous. He's like, uh, what, Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, only with a six-pack. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane appears to be pretty fit. Are you saying he doesn't have a that would he be the genius behind Family Guy? Yes. Uh, you're saying he does not have a six pack. You're calling him fat? Uh, no. What? To be fair, I uh-huh. haven't seen him shirtless, so maybe maybe he's just just. I think we've tight. all learned a lesson today yes, about impugning people's abs, Sean. Most of us don't have a six pack. No. So if you assume somebody doesn't have a six pack, I think you're mostly going to be right. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm feeling a tad large after vacation myself, but you're you you are either capable of having a six pack or not. Not everybody is capable of it. Mm-hmm. When right. I was at my skinniest, and I worked constantly when I was like 21 years old, and I mean, I was my body fat was practically nothing. I still had a little layer of fat on my belly. There was just there was no way that was ever going to go away. Right. Some people are built like that. Yeah. And then there are some people that apparently they're built the other way, can live any lifestyle they want. How many, I see so many homeless people walking across the street shirtless, and they're just ripped. And you know, they're not living the best lifestyle. They're not working out. They're not eating, you know, uh, clean food in, clean food out. You know, they're not (laughs) living that lifestyle. Yeah. And they're just ripped. Yeah. Old Phil Mickelson, the golfer. He's just fasted. He lost 15 pounds in 15 days or something like that. He'd be an example of a guy who's never going to get a six-pack. Right, right. 
Uh, but he's, uh, it was all about health and cleanse, not about losing weight, about getting back, resetting my body, the rest of it. He, it's under the, the tutelage of some mumbo-jumbo spewing <laughs> Mr. President, if you're listening, is it that lady? It may have been. Oh, man, I read all about her. Did you see that piece in the New York Times, Marianne Williamson? No, I didn't read There's, it. There was this, I think it was in the 70s. There's this gal in New York City. She's a psychologist, I think, but she became convinced that Jesus was talking to her. And she wrote this 1,200-page, three-volume, new Bible thing. Wow, I don't know this story. Yeah. And and Marianne Williamson, who was casting about for identity and purpose in life and being a hippie and just, just ooching around trying to figure out who she was and what she wanted to do. She comes across this and, and becomes convinced that this is, you know, the word of God, whatever. So she studies it. She writes a book about it. She starts preaching this stuff. That's where she came from. And then Oprah attached herself to her because that's how you become famous. Yeah. And I know I know like a drive by version of it. And a lot of it's quite nice. It's kind of an extension she of the New Testament. She sounded like a crazy person on the debate stage. Yes. And she has millions and millions of devotees. I mean, it's just amazing. So this person that thought they were talking to Jesus wrote a book and it got published? I mean, there's all kinds of crazy people that think crazy things. They don't get books out there that anybody she, reads. She found some supporter with money. But again, it's it's the, I think it's 1,200 pages. It's enormous. Uh, but she got it published, and there are a few copies uh, kicking around, and it became kind of a cause celeb among uh, New Agey New Yorkers. And, right. And then a uh, a cult, although a cult is not the right word because it's not like the Nexium sickos or whatever. But uh, it got uh, a lot of fans, and and she became kind of the leading advocate of it. Interestingly, the gal who wrote it, do you know Marianne Williamson is now polling above Cory Booker? Really? I mean, it's like really? it's like one and a half to zero, but. Wow. Cory Booker. Oof. Wow. You're not ahead of Marianne Williamson, my friend. Ouch. Ouch. Anyway, uh, but the gal who originally wrote all this and claimed to be channeling Jesus, uh, she had no interest in fame or money or anything off of it. It was purely, uh, apparently sincere, uh, spiritual thing with From a crazy person. Probably, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so that's what Marianne Williamson is, is, and that's where she came from. I think we were talking about something else before that, weren't we? Yeah, on how you could never make the Caitlyn Jenner movie, no matter what. Right. (laughs) Well, we'd moved on to six-packs. Oh, six-packs, yeah. Abs and fat people and Neil Patrick Harris and... uh, Nope, it's gone. Never mind. Yeah, that's good. That was a good run. That's all right. Well, I'm off to do some sit-ups, so I I guess that's it. (laughs) When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. <laughs> 